Hi everyone, this is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast, Season 2, Episode 28. Today's topic is on perfectionism and overthinking. As women, we are all guilty of this. We overanalyze everything. We Everything has to be perfect before it's executed. We criticize ourselves to the death and this hinders us from reaching for our really big visionary goals. So being a perfectionist, where does it come from, right? It comes from a very young age. Women are taught to be good. Women are taught to, you know, you want to be a good girl. It's part of the woman's culture. And if you do something bad, you're a bad girl, you're punished. We take those things very seriously. Nobody wants to be a bad girl. Everybody wants to be a good girl. To get the praises, to get the, you know, parents saying you're, you're, you're doing good, you're a good girl. Teachers, teacher's pet. <clears throat> um, and that stuff, it sticks with us throughout our lives. We become timid, shy introverted, afraid to speak up because what if we do speak up and we say the wrong thing? What are people going to say to us? What are, what are they going to think of us? How are they going to perceive us? And what happens is we start wasting a lot of our time on something completely meaningless, which is analyzing what other people are thinking of us. Who the F cares what other people are thinking? It takes a lot of self-evaluation, of inner esteem and inner confidence to stop caring about what other people are going to think and say about something that you do. It's a lot of times like in, you know, board meetings and leadership positions, I know I'm going about to say something that is, is going to be a little controversial, but... People are always talking about there's not enough women at the table. Part of that reason is because we don't ask to be there. If we ask to be, and it's not about asking for permission. It's for being a risk taker. Challenging authority. The women that are usually that way typically are women that are lawyers or in legal fields. Fields like that. Most Women in general um, are uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable with attention being on them, are uncomfortable with people, you know, looking at them or judging them. And women tend to be, we tend to be in our heads a lot. And being in our heads that much, it ends up hindering us so much from accomplishing things that we want to do. And again, I, I always refer back to um, being involved in different uh, groups on Facebook. And I, I am, I'm involved in a lot of different women entrepreneur, you know, women podcast groups, you know, whatever it is. And it's, it's great. I'm really having this great experience um, being exposed to so many women through social media in a different way. It's it's very different than Instagram, which is a whole other topic, but there's a lot of engagement and there's a lot of vulnerability and you can actually become friends with people on Facebook. 
I know <laughs> to a lot of you, this might be like, you might be thinking, well, duh, or so like, where have you been? But I just never, I'm a really genuine, authentic person in the sense where like, I like to make those real connections face to face. So I never looked at social media as a place to do that. It seemed like, you know, some online platform, a chat room, like how could I ever be friends with anyone, a bunch of strangers that I don't know. And it wasn't until I just kept an open mind and an open heart and just started playing around with it and listening and observing and watching other people <clears throat> um, that natural and genuine engagement started happening. And so now I, I really enjoy the experience. I, I love it. I love being in my Facebook groups and I've made friends and, and we, you know, comment on each other's posts and whatever. I'm I'm veering off a little bit, but the point is now that I'm in these groups and I amongst thousands of women, everyone shares. We all share. We all share what our fears are, our vulnerabilities, all that stuff. We give each other advice. And for the most part, I, I follow pretty like positive and supportive groups. So there's no like female bashing or anything like that. Like I don't, I'm not into that kind of stuff. I'm really all about, you know, being supportive of each other and helping us learn and, and become better. But like what I'm also seeing is there are so many women that just are always talking about the fear of like trying something because they're waiting for it to be perfect. And I just want to like pick up the phone and be like, no, I'm making this name up. But you know, like, no, Betty, don't wait for it to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's not, it's not designed to be perfect. And if you wait for perfect, you're never going to do it. And you might miss out on your opportunity and you might, you know, that passion might go away. And, and it's okay if you try and you mess up, like, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. And that's the other thing is that I think that we are traumatized by mistakes. It's like we've been so taught that mistakes are like this horrible, horrible thing and we're not allowed to make them. So we've placed, we, we've mixed it up with our value and our sense of self that if we make a mistake, then we are a failure. And if we're a failure, we're not good enough and it, it eats up at our self-esteem. That's a problem. Like we need to all work on that. Like all of us need to work on it. And I'm saying it, it's kind of like me giving a little bit of tough love, but it's because I just want to be like, dude, just, you know, start your business or, you know, start your podcast. Like who cares? Who cares if it, you know, if it doesn't sound like perfect. And I mean, Michael, ja M Michael Jackson, um, Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan, they didn't, you know, take their first basket and like, you know, shoot perfect three pointers and everything was always perfect. Um, and I think it was Michael Jordan, he's been quoted to say that he's like, you know, failed so many thousand times and missed so many like, um, baskets, um, that it, it, it's, it's, it's about the practice. And if you want to be good at something that you haven't done before, you have to start somewhere. And the thing about, and I see a lot of this more in like the entrepreneur groups and like the creative groups, because what, what what I'm seeing is a lot of women that kind of like left their corporate job, corporate America or whatever, and they're trying this like new thing. And the new thing, the the thing about the about the regular day jobs is the structure is laid out for you, right? In college, you go to school, you go to class, you take a test, the information's there. There's no surprises. You do what you're supposed to do and you get a result. You start a job. You have your job description. You do what you're supposed to do and that's it. 
right? And you get your results. What happens is when you start your own business or you start your own podcast, it's a new experience and it's not, there's not a cookie cutter um, explanation. There's not like this like little checklist of here, this is the job description. You just do it and then you get the results. It's not like that. So that's why we're afraid. We're afraid because it's like, you know, it's not spelled out for me. So I'm going to have to figure this thing out on my own. There's no one to hold my hand. How am I going to do this? So the fear starts to ensue. And then you finally kind of get to that point where you think, okay, I think I might be ready to start, but I'm going to use podcasting as an example because I've been pretty active in this podcast group recently. Um, it, by the way, just to give it a little plug, it's called She Podcasts, which I love this group. It is one of the most amazing, amazing groups of women. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, not only, I mean, just from a person, my my own personal experience, they I when I did the um my uh domestic violence story uh episode where I shared my experience. Um I shared with that group how vulnerable I felt and uncomfortable I felt. And there was hundreds of women that that commented giving me words of encouragement and support like strangers, complete strangers that like you could feel the genuineness of it and I was like, "Oh my god." Like these those women and those comments and those that feedback, it helped me get through the day. So there's there's definitely um, just a lot of you know positivity in those groups. Now I forgot my train of thought. I forgot what I was uh, what what my point was. But oh, I know I was going to use the example of the podcast. So <clears throat> um, there's there's uh, you know a couple women that will you know I've been writing that like you know they they're thinking about starting this podcast and. Um, you know, they purchased like three different microphones because the microphones didn't work and they're freaking out about it. And, um, they're, they're afraid to, you know, record an episode because of how they might sound or, you know, what if they make a mistake? And these are all, these are all valid concerns that we all have. So I know that these groups are also a place for us to kind of like feel comfortable and safe to vent. So me saying this and using this as an example, it's not to judge you or to judge any woman or anybody as, as to why are you, um, sharing that. Definitely not. No, it's a great place to share. And it's the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm want to talk about this because I just want to like, it's okay. I want to tell you all it's okay. It's okay. If your first podcast episode sounds shitty, it's okay. It's okay. If your intro sucked and you didn't have a good flow, <laughs> like it's okay. Because guess what? You did it. Like, that first experience, it's just like when you, if you can remember when you first got on a tricycle or a bicycle and took off the training wheels and you're wobbly and you maybe fell a couple of times, but if you didn't go through that, you'd have never learned how to actually ride the bike and then go down the hills and up the hills and, you know, do those little jumps off the curb. So you're never going to get there if you just don't take that first step. Um, and look at like men. I always, I always say this. They could give two craps about how anybody sees them. They are wrong half the time in like meetings and stuff that they do and say, but they talk so confidently that everyone just kind of like nods along like as if it's like gospel and whatever. And here we are where we actually have some really <laughs> valid, relevant, great ideas, but we don't share them because we're in our head. Is this going to be wrong? What are people going to say? What if, you know, like who cares? Who cares? 
like, and I'm going to share like the humor side of that, the humorous side of it, where it, I'm going to be a little sarcastic. We think we're way too important. Like we're giving ourselves way more credit than we should. We think that everybody is watching everything that we're doing. So if we make a mistake, it's like everyone is like sitting there in this audience and we're like, you know, the actor of the show. <laughs> like we made a mistake and everyone's going to laugh. That's the image that we've created for ourselves in our own heads. It's not like that. Everyone is selfish. No one is paying attention to you. <laughs> As I'm saying this to you, I'm saying it to myself. I've, got, I've gone through this whole process too. And that's what this is. It's, it's, it's a process. Like, so all the stuff I'm saying, I'm trying to, my goal is to help you like unlearn that behavior of judging yourself so much. Right. I used to be in my head too, that, oh my God, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? After enough life experience, I realized, damn, nobody gives enough. Like no one gives a crap. And one part is kind of like, wow, no one really cares. And then the other part, it's kind of liberating. Because when you truly see that no one is paying attention to you because they're so busy doing all the stuff that they've got going on, all the their to-do list stuff, they're in their own head wondering who's judging them. They don't have time to judge you. So <laughs> I hope that gives you a level or a sense of peace. Um, and when you can finally get to that point where you stop thinking about that, about what are people going to think about me, what are people going to say, or if I make a mistake... It's a moment of true freedom. That's the time that you can freely create and be relaxed. That's where creation comes from. It's when you're at peace. It's not, you're not creating stuff to, 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 you know, please people. You're creating stuff because something inside of you, in your heart, in your soul, a memory from your childhood, an inspiration has fueled an idea inside of you and has fueled it so strongly to the point that you can't help but want to now create it, make it from, take it from a memory or an idea or a thought or a feeling and create a physical or tangible or audible thing or experience as a result of it. That's beautiful. That's inspiration. So don't ruin that by worrying about what, you know, John and Sally and Sue and God knows who else is going to say, right? And so often we let those, those, those people, I call them haters or trolls, we let those people drive us. A lot of times we want to do, you know, excel in our lives so we could show those people like, oh, you know, look at me now, Right? Who cares about them? They were bullies to begin with. They were sucky people to begin with. So why am I going to do or waste my time so I can go back and show people that don't even matter who I am now or what I've accomplished? I could give two craps about a group of people that are unevolved and are not nice. So don't be afraid of those people. Who cares about them? Get them out of your peripheral, get them out of your space of vision, ignore them. They don't exist. All of those things are clutters. And those clutters are what's going to slow you down and keep you from creating 
that beautiful inspiration that we just talked about. So don't kill it by focusing on that stuff because that you're wasting your time. You're, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Okay? And then the, the, the perfectionism part. Everything has to be perfect. And this goes, it ties right back into what are people going to think? Right? If, if our creation is perfect, we are perfect. That's subconsciously, that's why. And we're perfect, right? And why are we perfect? If we're perfect, nobody can criticize us. Then everything's okay. Does that make sense? Do you know how wrong <laughs> and effed up that thought process is? And we all do it. And it's wrong. And it's hurting us. And it's causing us to live in anxiety and fear. And if you're living in anxiety and fear, you are not living in flow. You are not living in passion. You are not living in inspiration. And if you're not living in flow, passion, and inspiration, you cannot create the thing that you're supposed to create. So I talk about mindset a lot. There's a, I did a whole podcast episode on it. Um... I don't know what episode number it is, but you can look at the library. It's called Mindset. These things are all about shifting our mindset. Okay? We are, and I've said this before, and I think I might have said it in the Mindset episode, we are the stewards of our ships. We are the ones that determines which direction it goes. Okay? So... We're either going to allow external forces to influence and affect us to make negative or closed off choices, or we're going to ignore them. And we're also going to finally come to terms with the fact that we are not perfect. We don't need to be perfect. What we create doesn't need to be perfect. Okay? You have to trust yourself that when you do create something, you're going to do your very best. That's different than perfect. Your very best means you put your heart, your soul, your skills, your integrity into it. And when you do all that, it's going to be the best, the best that you've done. And accept it and enjoy that moment. And you guys are taking the joy away from your creations because you're so in your head about the perfectionism aspect and what are people going to say and think and, 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 you know, the, the, the overthinking of it that you forget to enjoy the fact that, wow, I just created this thing that didn't exist an hour ago or days ago or whatever. And now it's here on earth for me to share with other people to teach or to inspire or you know, whatever that thing is for you, whether it's a podcast or a product or a business or a service or a piece of art. Don't rob yourself of that joy. Okay? You're, you're going to be sharing something amazing with others. So make sure to take the time to relish those moments. Okay? Do you know that I actually, I'm going to share this, this, this little thing with you just because it's kind of relevant. When I... Um, work really hard on something and finish a really big, big task or big project or big event and it's done, 
and it's successful. Um, I like to celebrate by myself. I like to be in solitude. And I like to take the time to have a nice little glass of champagne, look at a view, and just enjoy that moment. And I play it out in my mind. And I, and I, and I think to myself, like, you know, everything, all the planning, all the, you know, everything I wanted to do. And, and there's hiccups. There's always going to be hiccups. So it's not that everything went perfectly. But I did a good job. And I, I know I put my heart and soul into this and the integrity was there and we produced a great event or a good product or whatever, that challenging thing that we needed to get through, it's passed now. It's been completed. It's been accomplished. That's, that's a good word. It's been accomplished. And I love to just sit and enjoy that moment to myself. And I don't think about like, oh my God, what did everybody think? And what is this? And what is that? You know? I I can't I can't control or change what people are going to think or say. So, I I I deal with that in the aftermath. But I I don't rob myself of the joy of appreciating those moments. So, make sure that with all the hard work that you're putting into your podcast and your business, you're going to be working really hard. I know you are because I see the comments. Like I know you guys are killing yourselves. We all are. So make sure to take the time to appreciate those wins and don't be overcritical on yourself. And allow room for mistakes and quote-unquote failures. Allow it. It's not a big deal. It's going to make you better and stronger. You learn every time if you have a failure or, mis- or, or a mistake. You learn from it. It's a learning experience, right? As long as you're not somebody that's careless and flaky and doesn't care, that's different, so when people have failures based on those reasons, that's, that's, a different, that's a different situation. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about you guys. You guys are on point. I know you are. You guys get it done. You guys are committed. So if that's the case, if mistakes happen because you're human, right? <laughs> you're human, human, human say it to yourself. I'm a human. Humans are imperfect. Right? We're we're just doing the best we can. We're here for an experience, the human experience. So just enjoy it. Enjoy the process. You know, and in, and you know, like I said with the whole entrepreneurship stuff and creating a a podcast or a TV show or, you know, whatever creative endeavor that you're pursuing, it's not um cut and dry. There's a learning curve. You're going to make mistakes, so accept that. Set your expectations the the right way before you get into it. You're going to save yourself a lot of stress because if you think going into it, you're going to execute this thing perfectly, let me give you a piece of reality. You're not. And it's not because you're not smart, and it's not because you don't have life experience. It's because that's the nature of it, especially something new. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. And let me tell you another thing. You might put your best foot forward. You might do all the stuff I'm saying. And a year goes by and two years goes by. And guess what? Your podcast or your business or whatever it is failed. That sometimes happens. And that's okay too. (laughs) That's life. 
It doesn't mean that you are a failure as a human. It doesn't mean that, you know, um, everyone's looking at you and, you know, laughing. These are, these are fears and illusions that we've created in our own minds based on our childhoods. I mean, all this stuff is based on most, mostly our childhoods. Um, but that's, that's not, that's not the case. And you overcome it anyways. So don't ever get trapped in that either. If something doesn't end up working out, don't get trapped in the, oh my God, I failed and and people know and who cares? Who cares? You have a great freaking story and experience of something that you pursued and you went after it and think about all the amazing things and memories and, you know, what you learned along the way. And and a lot of times people, <laughs> after that, they become too afraid to ever trying again. And they get stuck in that. I tried it once and oh my God, it was so horrible and I failed and I'm not going to try it again. And you know what? For some people, we all have a different tolerance to to mistakes and to failure and all that stuff. Um, so I get that. So I get that. And I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm just hoping to just give you some encouragement to be kinder to yourself in, in the process of going through these things. Um, and just, and just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Like with this podcast, I enjoy every episode (laughs) and I know sometimes, you know, I, I have a little gurgle that, (laughs) I know you guys have heard it (laughs) and I can't help it. I don't know. sometimes I'll try to edit it out, but sometimes I can't. So, you know, it's there, whatever. That's, you know, part of how, what, how, what my throat does. <laughs> um, and, but the thing is, is I'm out there, I'm doing it. Um, and I know sometimes if I have a little bit of a cold or, you know, whatever my, my, my voice might be a little bit different from one episode to the next. Some days I just, you know, my, I've had coffee, so I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Some days I'm a little bit slower. <laughs> I know. Those are variances. But guess what? I just finished my second season. So yeah, that's another quick reminder. This is uh, the second to last episode of season two, by the way. Um, tomorrow's episode with, it's an interview with um, with uh, um, Gloria, who I can't say her last name still. I'm going to try it again. I totally butchered it the last time. I, I couldn't say it. I was very embarrassed. Um Garayua, I think I said that right. Garayua. Um. Anyways, Gloria, if you ever hear this episode, please. I'm sorry again if I mess it up. But anyways, um. Yeah. So tomorrow's episode will be the last episode for season two. We're gonna take a break and then we'll come back in spring for uh season three. So point being, I had twelve episodes in season one. Um, and, and you can see there's, there are some things that are similar. There's things that I did differently. And then I, in my opinion, I think my season two was a lot better. I had a a little, I think I was a little bit more raw and open in season two. And then, um, like my intros and all that stuff was a little bit more organized. And I think I did a fairly better job at editing. I think there was a lot of, a lot more muffling in season one. Um, so I had to kind of figure out the whole mic situation. So, is season two perfect? No, it's not. I There's episodes that I did where I'm like, the sound could have been better. And I know there's some advice on the on the podcasts, uh, on the podcast uh, groups um, that will say like, don't ever um, 
uh, what is it? Uh, what do they say? Don't compromise your audio for an interview, like redo the interview and all that stuff. And you know what? I, yeah, sure. You know, I mean, if I'm like season 10 with a full team and editors and a producer and I have crappy audio, yeah, we're going to like redo that. You know, we're going to make sure that we don't have crappy audio to begin with because we're in a different level of the game now. We probably will have sponsors and, you know, we're going to have payroll and all that. So we're not there right now. This is season two. We're still figuring it out. So everyone puts so much emphasis and like, oh my God, we have to like, it has to be perfect. You know, I know I did the best I can. I've got a million other things going on too. I've got my business going on. Um, You know, you got to do your social media. You got to, you know, there's so many things going on. You know, we've got our social impact, uh, you know, stuff that we do, you know, with our charities, we've got events that we do constantly. So I'm, I'm, I know I'm doing the best that I can. I think it's good enough. And I think I'm able to get the message across, um, in a, in a fairly, you know, clear and concise way. And I think I try to keep you guys somewhat entertained and, and give you something of value. And for now I'm actually satisfied with it knowing that it's not perfect. And I'm okay with that. So, and we'll see, you know, I don't even know if this, you know, Sexy Boss A podcast, if this is going to end up being this like huge like thing, I don't know. So I have to balance out how much time and effort and emphasis I'm going to put in every different thing. So we'll see. We'll see. And a lot of that has to do with you guys. You know, you guys like my content or not? Are you guys going to subscribe or not? Um, are you going to repost and tell people about this podcast? So anyways, um, I hope I got my point across about letting go of perfectionism, stop overthinking and just get out there, do it, be in the flow, enjoy the process. It's my best piece of advice. So thank you guys for listening. And um, I want to say that our podcast contest winner is Tara Rodriguez. Tara, thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for writing a review, for screenshotting and posting. And those are the contest rules. So if you do that and we find you do it and you tag us, that's really important because that is how we're going to know. Um and our handle is at the sexy boss babe, then uh, we will select the winner and announce it. Um, actually, we're going to have to announce this week's winner on season three. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, keep, uh, keep posting. We, we may even catch you and reward you anyways. So you'll get a uh, free box of quick nails and a, uh, an extra little beauty product. Um, so that's it guys. Thank you for listening. I wish you all the best in everything that you do always and, uh, catch you guys tomorrow on Gloria's interview. Have a great day. One last thing guys, as a reminder, we're a social impact company and for every purchase of a sexy boss babe product, we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system, and 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help, and before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign 
using the hashtag SBBMovement. You can help us raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening. Thank you.